So, you want to learn how to code? Welcome to Coding for Beginners. This article is for you if you have never coded before, or even know what coding actually is. Keep reading and you'll learn the basic concepts about coding and how to get started in writing or coding computer programs. What is coding? Coding is the process of designing, building, and testing code, or computer instructions, that would eventually run on computing devices. These computing devices are everywhere and could sit on your desk, or stuck inside a satellite way out in space. We just don't have enough coders to fill the void. Codes are everywhere where there are computers. Your device is running codes the moment we switch them on and never stops until they are powered off. Codes are running when you're browsing, playing an electronic game, or even when you start your car. Given the vast number of different applications, you can imagine that there isn't a one-size-fits-all coding method. Over the years, computer scientists have developed many computer languages that attempt to solve a particular area of computing problem. For example, there are computer languages designed specifically for a browser, for game development, or for putting into tiny little battery-powered computers that may sit in a jungle for years. When you learn how to code, you'll be able to write instructions for computers to follow. Note that in this article, I will use the following terms interchangeably. To code a program. Coding programming. Codes computer instructions. Why should you learn how to code? Learning to code can be a great skill and career option. It will allow you to work on your own projects, solve problems, and create software that can make the world a better place. It will also allow you to work in an industry that is currently experiencing an unprecedented growth rate. The following list might give you an appetizer as to why you should jump onto the coding bandwagon. Coding is good for mental development, as it teaches problem-solving skills. Learning to code greatly enhances your earning potential. Learning to code will give you valuable skills and experience that can be used in a variety of careers. Coding teaches practical skills that are immediately relevant in the present-day job market. There's been a shortage of coders for several years, and computer-related occupations make up a large proportion of projected new job positions in STEM fields, science, technology, engineering, and math. Did you know that big tech companies are hiring people not solely based on their academic qualifications alone? They are increasingly interested in those that can show proof of functioning software solutions solving real-world problems. In fact some companies have looked solely at codes released instead of any academic qualifications. It's the fourth R, as in P-programming, in reading, W-writing, and arithmetic. What are the most popular programming languages of 2022? C, Java and Python are the most popular programming languages of 2022. Programming languages are being developed at a rapid pace. Let's look at the top 10 list for 2022 according to Tybee Index. 1. Python. Python is currently the most popular programming language. It was created in 1989 by Guido Van Rossum and has been in use for over 25 years. Python is known for its ease of use and readability, making it a popular choice for beginners. 2. C. C is a general-purpose programming language. Dennis Ritchie created it way back in 1972 at Bell Labs, and it is still one of the most popular languages today. C's popularity stems from its speed and efficiency. 3. Java. Java was created by James Gosling and is currently owned by Oracle. It was invented to fulfill the mantra of write once run everywhere. 4. C++. C++ is a general-purpose programming language that was created by Bjorn Straustrup in 1979 at Bell Labs. It was created as an extension of C to provide a richer description of more complex data structures. 5. C-sharp. C-sharp, pronounced C-sharp, is a general-purpose programming language that was created by Microsoft in 2000. 
It was Microsoft's answer to Java. 6. Visual Basic Microsoft created Visual Basic in 1991. It is a simple programming language that uses WYSIWYG, what you see is what you get, editor to create the programs that initially only run on Windows computers. 7. JavaScript, Type, Script JavaScript is a scripting language that was created by Netscape in 1995. It is a client-side scripting language and it can add interactivity on web pages. The language has since developed into a language for running on servers too. Microsoft created a close cousin, TypeScript, at the end of 2012, to provide a stronger structure to JavaScript. Once you process, or compile, a program written in TypeScript, it is converted into JavaScript. This process is called transcompiling. 8. Assembly Language IBM created assembly language in the 1950s to program its first computers. It is a low-level programming language that uses mnemonics, like move for move and add for add. Actually, it really isn't much of a language when compared with the rest on this list as it's just a slightly more civilized form of the binary data, i.e. ones and zeros, that is directly executable by the microprocessor, the brain of the computer. 9. SQL SQL, pronounced SQL, has become the de facto standard language used for managing data in relational databases. IBM created it in 1974 and is an abbreviation of structured query language. 10. Swift Swift is a programming language developed by Apple in 2014. It is used to code applications for iOS and OS X. What are the basic skills of coding for beginners? Despite the many computer languages that we saw earlier, there are many more than 10, the key skill sets required in coding are the ability to turn a problem into smaller solvable chunks, and the ability to think in details. The basic idea and steps. Let's take, for example, programming a robot to help you brush your teeth. Assuming that I ask you to list out the steps required, you might come up with something like Grab toothbrush. Put toothpaste on toothbrush. Brush my teeth. Note that the sequence of events that must happen must strictly follow the above list. As a coder, you'll need to first understand the capability of the device you're working with and then construct instructions to achieve what you need. So if the device is a robot that can mimic a human, then the above three instructions might be all you need to perform the task. However, if your robot can only do the following, not in any order, just a list of things that the robot can do. Use camera to identify object. Pick an object. Apply pressure to an object. Position object over another object. Rotate a held object. Move an object up and down. Your list of instructions to the robot might go something like this, assuming that the toothpaste cover is already opened. Use camera to identify toothbrush. Pick up the toothbrush with one hand. Rotate the toothbrush so that the brush side is facing up. Use camera to identify toothpaste. Pick up the toothpaste with the other hand. Use camera to identify toothpaste nozzle. Position toothpaste nozzle over the toothbrush. Apply pressure to the toothpaste. Use camera to identify the oozing toothpaste. Continue to apply pressure until enough, toothpaste is applied. Use camera to locate your teeth. Position toothbrush close, to your teeth. Rotate toothbrush so that brush side is facing your teeth. Position toothbrush so that toothpaste is in contact with your teeth. Move the toothbrush up and down. Phew! That's a lot of instructions just to brush your teeth. I'm sure you might even have questions about what is enough pressure? Or how do you move the arm to your location knocking nothing else? What happens if the object to be picked up is jumbled up with other objects? How do you know when enough toothpaste is applied? What if no toothpaste comes out? Etc. If you are asking these questions, then congratulations.
you now have some inkling of what it takes to code. Code.org is a website I often bring my new programming students to, as a graphical example of this basic concept of coding. Check out their Minecraft-based tutorial to learn the concept of coding or programming for beginners. Let's delve a little deeper into what are some of the most common patterns involved in coding. We will use the earlier example of brushing your teeth as a basis. 5 Basic Concepts of Coding 1. Variables Various pieces of information about the problem we're trying to solve may need to be stored somewhere for later use. With the brushing teeth example, you may need to maintain the following information. The color and brand of the toothbrush and toothpaste that needs to be used if there are many such objects. Distance from the end of the toothbrush that is the most stable location to hold. The length, in cm, of toothpaste required. Number of times that the up and down motion should be performed. When coding, we can use variables to store these information. Different computer languages have various ways of expressing this. The following are some examples of how variables can be created, in coding terms, to declare, and placed a value, in coding terms, to initialize. For each example below, let's assume the following information. Brand of the toothpaste is cool and fresh. Length of toothpaste at 2.5 cm. Number of times to repeat the up and down motion of brushing is 10. For most languages, there are few rules about the variable names you can use. For example, variable names must start with an alphabet, or the variable name needs to be preceded by a data type information. In the following list of examples, toothpaste brand, toothpaste length income, and brush cycle are names of variables. C. Char toothpaste brand, equals cool and fresh, float toothpaste length inc equals 2.5, int brush cycle equals 10. C++, Java, C sharp. String toothpaste brand equals cool and fresh, float toothpaste length inc equals 2.5, int brush cycle equals 10. Python. Toothpaste brand equals cool and fresh toothpaste length inc equals 2.5 brush cycle equals 10. JavaScript. Var toothpaste brand equals cool and fresh, var toothpaste length inc equals 2.5, var brush cycle equals 10. 2. Data structures. Computers can deal with very complex set of information. As a coder however, the computer language that we use should provide us with easy ways of describing these set of data. What if, in our brushing teeth system, we want our code to cater to the entire household? That's Uncle Tom, Aunt May, Little Tommy, and Sweet Lily too. Suddenly there are now a lot more data that we need to include. This is where data structures come in. Data structures are simply a way of grouping data together. It can be used to group similar information together, or it can be used to group completely different types of data into one structure. Think of it as a more advanced form of variables than we saw earlier. Coming back to our brushing teeth example, let's say that we want to maintain more details about any particular toothbrush. This would make sense since each member of the household should maintain their own toothbrush. So let's decide, for each toothbrush, we would like to store the brand, the length, the distance the brush part is to the end of the handle, and the color. Let's consider just two toothbrushes. Toothbrush number one. Brand, Coldate. Length of toothbrush, 10.2 centimeters. Distance to brush part, 9.0 centimeters. Color, red. Toothbrush number two. Brand, Sweetie Pie. Length of toothbrush, 6.6 centimeters. Distance to brush part, 5.2 centimeters. Color, pink. The following sets of code combine some variables, brand, length, brush distance, color, into a larger structure so that we can address them as a unit, toothbrush 1 and toothbrush 2. C, C++. Struct toothbrush, char brand 20, 
Float length. Float brush distance, char color 10. Struck toothbrush toothbrush 1 equals, cold 8, 10.2, 9.0, red. Struck toothbrush toothbrush 2 equals, sweetie pie, 6.6, 5.2, pink. C sharp. Struck toothbrush, public string brand, public float length, public float brush distance, public string color, toothbrush toothbrush 1 equals new toothbrush, brand equals cold 8, length equals 10.2f, brush distance equals 9.0f, color equals red, toothbrush toothbrush 2 equals new toothbrush, brand equals sweetie pie, length equals 6.6f, brush distance equals 5.2f, color equals pink. Java. Public class toothbrush, public string brand, public float length, public float brush distance, public string color, public toothbrush string brand, float length, float brush distance, string color. This dot brand equals brand, this dot length equals length, this dot brush distance equals brush distance, this dot color equals color, toothbrush toothbrush 1 equals new toothbrush cold 8, 10.2, 9.0, red, toothbrush toothbrush 2 equals new toothbrush sweetie pie, 6.6, 5.2, pink. Python. Class toothbrush, def underscore in it underscore self, brand, length, brush distance, color, self.brand equals brand self.length equals length self.brush distance equals brush distance self.color equals color toothbrush 1 equals toothbrush cold 8, 10.2, 9.0, red, toothbrush 2 equals toothbrush sweetie pie, 6.6, 5.2, pink JavaScript. Var toothbrush 1 equals brand, cold 8, length, 10.2, brush distance, 9.0, color, red, var toothbrush 2 equals brand, sweetie pie, length, 6.6, brush distance, 5.2, color, pink. 3. Flow control. The flow of code, or the sequence of code, that gets executed is strictly from top to bottom unless there are some condition that causes code flow to go elsewhere. This possibility of being diverted or branching comes from flow control. It is used to control what part of your code gets executed next. Think of flow control as the occasional large rocks in a river that would divert the water elsewhere in an otherwise uneventful journey. There are several types of flow control structures that are common across most computer languages. For our current discussion, let's just focus on the following two. If-else statement, and loop statement, if-else. An if statement is used to execute one line or several lines, or a block, of code, depending on an evaluation of some code. The else keyword is used with the if statement, and allows for the execution of alternative lines of code, if the earlier evaluation results in a different value. Don't worry, we'll get to an example using the brushing teeth scenario. The typical way of using if else might look something like the following. If condition this block of code else that block of code. So, this block of code, will only be executed if the condition is satisfied, or true in coding terms. Otherwise that block of code gets executed. In our brushing teeth example, Let's assume that the robot can keep track of who has or hasn't brushed their teeth when it's approaching bedtime. If they have, then this block of code will include a congratulatory message and perhaps an extra bedtime story, otherwise that block of code will include a scolding and perhaps some alarmist story about being toothless. So a semi-human language code, or pseudocode, might look something like. 
Person equals little Tommy if teeth underscore brushed underscore by person play underscore congratulatory underscore message underscore for person play underscore extra underscore bedtime underscore story underscore for person else play underscore scolding underscore message underscore for person play underscore alarmist underscore toothless underscore story underscore for person a few things to notice from this pseudocode. We're using a variable called person to store information about who we're interested in checking to ease changing to a different person if we so wish. We're using the following set of magic shortcuts, encoding, they're called functions or methods, to help us make the code more readable. Teeth underscore brushed underscore by person, helps us scan the history of past teeth brushing to see if person has recently brushed their teeth. Play underscore congratulatory underscore message underscore for person, plays an audio congratulatory message customized for the person. Play underscore extra underscore bedtime underscore story underscore for person, plays an audio bedtime story specially suited to person. Play underscore scolding underscore message underscore for person, plays an audio scolding targeted specifically to that person. Play underscore alarmist underscore toothless underscore story underscore for person, plays an audio lesson to be learnt story specially suited to person. Assuming that a variable person already exists, let's see how the code may look like in various languages. C, C++, C Sharp, Java, JavaScript. If, teeth underscore brushed underscore by person, play underscore congratulatory underscore message underscore for person, play underscore extra underscore bedtime underscore story underscore for person, else, play underscore scolding underscore message underscore for person, play underscore alarmist underscore toothless underscore story underscore for person, Python. If teeth underscore brushed underscore by person, Play underscore congratulatory underscore message underscore for person play underscore extra underscore bedtime underscore story underscore for person else. Play underscore scolding underscore message underscore for person play underscore alarmist underscore toothless underscore story underscore for person loop. A loop statement is used to repeat a block of code. There are a few types of loops, such as for loop, do while loop and while loop. Let's have a look at using for loop in our example. Imagine that we need to perform the action of moving up and down the toothbrush three times. A naive way of coding could be by arranging some relevant functions like this. Move underscore toothbrush underscore up move underscore toothbrush underscore down move underscore toothbrush underscore up move underscore toothbrush underscore down move underscore toothbrush underscore up move underscore toothbrush underscore down since these are repetitive. We could use the for loop method instead. For no underscore of underscore time start from 1 to 3 move underscore toothbrush underscore up move underscore toothbrush underscore down the action of move underscore toothbrush underscore up and move underscore toothbrush underscore down will be repeated three times. Let's see how they might look like in various computer languages. C, C++, C sharp, Java. 4, anti equals 0, I3, I++, move underscore toothbrush underscore up, move underscore toothbrush underscore down. JavaScript. 4, let a equals 0, i3, i++, move underscore toothbrush underscore up, move underscore toothbrush underscore down, Python. For i in range 3, move underscore toothbrush underscore up, move underscore toothbrush underscore down 4. Syntax. If you've looked at the code snippets so far, you'll notice that each computer language has its own way of expressing the various commands. These differences are the syntax of the language. Notice that they all seem to be in English, but with different combinations of words and symbols. So syntax is a set of rules that govern how you write the code for a specific language. Learning syntax can be frustrating. Is there a semicolon? Is space important? Should I put a comma? 
It's important to keep in mind that syntax isn't something you need to know before you start writing code, it's something you learn as you go along. If you use the right tools, syntax becomes a lot less of an issue. There are plenty of automated suggestions for you to figure out if there are any syntax errors. 5. Tools. Just like any trade, efficient coding requires the use of the right tools. The tool that you'll spend the most time in will be the Integrated Development Environment, IDE. An IDE is a software that helps you to write code. It can do a lot of things for you, including syntax checking and code completion. It can also help you avoid repetitive tasks, and can help you with the process of finding errors, or coding terms, bugs, in your code. Don't worry, you'll be making a lot of bugs as part of your learning. The process of discovering and removing bugs is called debugging. There are other tools that you may use along the way that may help you with programming microcontrollers, or help you manage multiple files in your project, or simplify the integration of other people's code into yours, or even create automatic help files after it scans your code. These are all tools that you can use to make your coding life easier and more productive. Styles of Instruction, Visual Block versus Text-Based Coding Visual Block Coding Visual Block platforms allow kids to create games, apps, and more. These can reduce the frustrations of hunting and pecking for keys on a keyboard, which is great for younger learners. Here's an example of how that might look like from a project Google called Blockly Programming. Text-based coding. Text-based coding programs generally use actual programming languages either within a closed platform or normal text editors. All the examples that you've seen so far are of this form and is generally what professional programmers use. Here's an example in Python translating the visual code you saw earlier. Note that the number in front of each line is not part of the code but a convenient display shown by this particular IDE. How can I decide on my first programming language? The first programming language that you choose will depend on the type of problem that you'd like to solve. However, if all you want is to get your feet wet, then I would suggest Python as your first language. Python is a general-purpose programming language that is great for beginners. It's easy to learn, has a large community of users and developers, and can be used to solve many different types of problems. However, if you have a more specific type of problem that you'd like to tackle first, then here are my non-exhaustive suggestions. For physical computing, assembly language, C, C++, Java. For mobile apps, Dart, within Flutter for multi-platform coding, JavaScript, within React Native for multi-platform coding, Swift, for iOS, Java slash Kotlin, for Android. For web apps, front-end, HTML, CSS, JavaScript, under various libraries or frameworks like React, Angular, and Vue, C-Sharp, Ruby on Rails. For server-based apps, back-end, Python, PHP, Java, JavaScript, TypeScript, C-Sharp, Golang. For data science, Python, JavaScript, Java, R, SQL. For games development, C-Sharp, using the Unity engine, C++. For artificial intelligence, AI, and machine learning, ML, Python, C++, Java, JavaScript, Scala, Lisp, R, Prolog, Julia. For blockchain development, Bitcoin scripting language, LLL, Viper, Simplicity, Varna, Obsidian, Solidity, and many more that are specific to blockchain coding. When you begin, you'll learn that this isn't the entire story, you'll spend significantly more time thinking about what to write before actually writing it. Once you've chosen your first language for your project, learn as much as possible about its features and how to use them effectively. You need to do a lot of coding tutorials and put in the time for coding practice to make as many mistakes as possible. The learning is in the doing. Free coding and programming resources, 
courses, platforms, and classes. There are more free coding and programming courses available than before. These resources remove financial and cultural barriers that may have prevented someone from pursuing this skill earlier. With these courses, people now have the opportunity to learn how to code and program from anywhere. Code.org Code.org is a website that offers free programming resources for people of all ages. The platform is designed to be beginner-friendly and child-friendly, making it easy for anyone to get started learning the basics of coding. Code.org's visual approach to learning makes programming fun, easy, and intuitive for everyone. You can start with this platform if programming is really new to you. Scratch 2.0 Scratch 2.0 is a visual and playful way to program. Instead of writing out code, you are offered blocks, also called modules, where each has a specific function. The idea is you organize these groups to create a program that works. Scratch teaches well-known programming fundamentals in a visually rich, user-friendly way. This may not be how you might eventually code, but it's a step towards more traditional form of programming, which generally is text-based. Free. Code. Camp. Free Code Camp is an online coding school that offers free courses in various programming languages. It's completely free. The courses are designed to be completed by anyone, regardless of their prior coding experience. Besides the courses, Free Code Camp also has a large and supportive community that is always happy to help. They are also active on social media, so make sure you follow them. Code Academy Code Academy is an online learning platform that has tons of tools you can use to learn how to code. They have a variety of courses in software development, which specialize in different areas like web development, mobile development, game development, and more. Most of these courses are free to take. The courses take a variety of different approaches from traditional face-to-face -face tutorials where you learn steps in easy-to-follow sequences or lessons for children or adults that are shorter, guided activity nuggets. If you find them useful, you can sign up for a monthly subscription to unlock more premium content. If you are completely new to coding, I suggest you try out one of their Python modules. Paid plans start at $17.99 per month. Udemy Udemy is an online learning platform with over 80,000 courses on a variety of topics. They have a wide range of excellent coding and programming courses, starting at just $11.99 per course. You can learn about web development, game development, full-stack development, machine learning, and more. YouTube YouTube is an excellent resource for anyone looking to learn to code. There are countless tutorials available on a variety of topics, making it a great place for beginners to start. It is important to remember that watching videos is only one part of the learning process, you need to actually practice what you're learning by writing out the code yourself. Python is a wonderful language to start with if you're new to programming. Coding in a browser. You can start writing and executing simple codes right inside your browser. Some examples are Programize.com, Online.com, IdeaOne.com, and Doodle.com. These are not meant to replace a full-blown offline IDE but they are convenient for quick tests of your code. I often use these as a quick demo of language features when I'm teaching in class. Other online courses and coding tutorials. There are many more online courses and coding tutorials from which to choose. It is important that you find one that is tailored to your level of coding knowledge so you can get the most out of the course. Trying a few different online courses and coding tutorials can help you decide which one is best for you. Online courses teach coding and programming through video tutorials, an extremely effective way to learn. In conclusion, for a while now, the skill of coding, or P-programming, is the additional skill set required beyond reading, W-writing, and arithmetic. 
The main underlying skill that coding provides is the ability to break down any problems into small solvable chunks. FAQ is coding for beginners? Coding or programming is just an expression of logical thinking that is put into a computer for execution. If you're able to understand what it takes to complete a task in as much detail as possible, and be able to break down any task, you can code. Do you need to have a computer science degree to program? No, you do not need a computer science degree in order to program. You just have to be able to understand the basics of programming, which is easy to learn. How to become a software engineering student? Software engineering is a course that is commonly available in most universities and colleges. Search around your city or town for colleges offering such courses. Online degrees in software engineering are also available. Search for schools offering such programs. The course is typically a two to three year program. Many students take the first year of the software engineering course to familiarize themselves with programming and software development. The second and final years are typically a specialization in software engineering that you are interested in. Are there any online coding boot camps? There are a few online coding boot camps that offer courses on different topics, such as front end and back end development, web design, and mobile development. The courses vary in length depending on the program you choose, ranging from a few weeks to six months, and cost. How to read code for beginners? You can learn how to read code by going through tutorials on your phone, tablet, or computer. Tutorials are also available on YouTube and other websites. Practice makes perfect should be your mantra. How to learn a coding language? There are a few ways to learn coding languages. Some of the most popular ones include online courses and tutorials, books, websites, and classes. How to code for dummies? If you are just learning how to code, it is important that you create a checklist of things to keep in mind in order for your coding to be successful. The following is a list of what you should include in your checklist. Keep it simple. Give yourself a time limit. Create an outline before you code. Be sure to save your work often. Make sure that you are using the right language for the job. Make sure that you are using the right syntax. How to learn programming software? In order to learn your programming software, you first need to know the basics of how your platform works. You should then be able to use the software on your own and start to learn more advanced features. Where can I find courses for software engineering? If you are looking for a course with software engineering as the major focus, there are some options on Coursera. Where can I find a programmer course? If you want to learn how to code, we offer free courses on our website. Do read my article to find out about some of the most helpful places where you can find good programmer courses.